Good morning, my dear friends. It's time for another episode of Some People's Kids. Youth pastors sitting alongside other youth pastors. A lot of sitting. A lot of sitting. Unless we're playing football. Or, or something else. Or or spra- yeah, or... We're trying to put together a game that we'll never play again because it took too long to explain. Yeah, and nobody was listening anyway. No, so they, nobody was listening. You have to explain the game to your leaders beforehand, yeah. and then you explain. Do you know who's the worst at listening? Who's the worst at listening? It is actually my volunteers. Oh, really? Oh, man, they're the worst. And I'll explain the game before, and then they'll just start talking to kids while I'm trying to explain a game. Jeez. Oh, we'll talk about games in an episode. That's not today. That's we're going to talk today. about those we're, volunteers. We're going to talk about those volunteers who are uh, listening. This is Ian Mutch, your MC with oh, yeah. your man, Andrew Marsteller. we got to tell them who we are. That's right. we got to tell them every time in case it's the first time they're listening to some people's kids. Which is a shame. We're four episodes in. Four episodes deep. Yeah. Which means we've only been going for two weeks. But yeah, <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about those volunteers. Those volunteers. We're talking about... Not only like how do you get them, who you take in, what do we, what are we gonna do with them? How yeah. do you encourage them, challenge them? I don't know. We got twenty yeah. minutes, what's, which what's, means yeah, twenty well, minutes, which means we're not gonna talk about it for. We're 20 not gonna minutes. talk about a lot. There's a lot of books out there on volunteers. We could talk about volunteers for a whole month. We could, we could, and right. we, we we might take you a whole month to listen to this, to this episode. But That's right. we thought, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> we thought volunteers would be a great starting point after our stories because, man, a lot of youth pastors, that's their whole staff. I mean, their whole team is made up of volunteers, and there's a whole lot to try to cover on that. But I think really what we what we should talk about is who do you look for? So, Ian, how many volunteers do you have, and who do you look for as mm-hmm. a, in a volunteer? Who or what do you look for? I have roughly 25 volunteers on yeah. my team. There's I'm the only paid staff member except for one uh, intern type. He is, but he's mainly focused on worship arts. Who is that? That's Seth. Is that that's not the kid named Spud? Is it? No. Oh, he's a cool kid. Yeah, he is. Seth's a probably cool. No, he's, he's probably not. He's incredible. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Spud, <laughs> he's probably. <laughs> no, you know it's funny. Funny story about Spud. He's the biggest team player in the world. Absolutely oh, yeah. amazing leader. <laughs> uh, one of those. One of those leaders that every every yeah. minister looks for. Oh yeah. And and he he got fired from one of his jobs. Yep. Because he wasn't a quote unquote team player. Which is not the vibe I got from him when no because when I came and filled in for you fired for wrong reasons and it was really infuriating and I love that guy so I was like I'm gonna march down there yeah I'm gonna preach his head off yeah oh he's gonna look at this beard and get real scared you better hire I don't know if you'd want to go work for the guy that fired him but you know whatever (laughs) yeah how would that feel how do you feel about that spud i you're probably listening to this yeah (laughs) you get fired and then your youth pastor comes down and gets you your job back (laughs) what does that look like the next shift uh that wasn't my dad i promise (laughs) promise. (laughs) so but you got you got guys like that who who our team players yeah i look for this is what i mainly look for this is because there's i've had a lot of conversations with people and I'm still looking for leaders. Like I'm still, we still got needs in different places. And this is the thing. Like I, I, ha- I need people who are willing to walk long term with students 
and just show them who Jesus is and tell them who Jesus yeah. is. That's all I want. And I get a lot of pushback from pe- potential volunteers because they're like, well, I'm not relevant. And I think that'd be a fun episode to talk about is like, what is it m- like relevancy? Like relevant meaning what like with mean? the culture? Yeah. Relevant. Yeah, okay. Re- how do you – do you maintain relevancy with the mm. culture? Do you uh, just kick it to the wayside? What do you do? Because yeah. you can kill yeah. yourself trying to yeah. – like I, it took me I – w- I was like the Squid Game showed up. Yeah. And I was, it, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what, what, so I'm looking on YouTube to figure out, like, is a meme? And then I'm like, oh, it's a new show that's come out that's like Saw. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, it's not, I'm not going to watch that. I haven't heard of this. I'm not going to yeah. watch it. So, yeah. <laughs> but it was just like, I tell people all the time, no, we don't, I, what I expect most from my volunteers is a, well, first of all, I, ex- I have three expectations. Yep. That they go to church. Yep. So they have to be a regular attender of Southside Christian Church. Yep. So uh, gr- love if you go to another church, serve in your family. Yeah, get serve in, your local in, body. In, yeah, serve in your local body. And if there isn't a youth ministry, I bet there's kids still. Yeah. And you can get kids to do some stuff. You yeah. can get kids to hang out with you. Exactly. And then number two, uh, you have to show up to youth group. Yep. That's. Uh, there's been a phrase in the Southside Youth Ministry Department since day one. And it's, you can pretend to care, but you can't pretend to be there. Mm. I'm stealing that. Yeah. You Copyright just, it. Good. Take it. For free. This yeah. one's for free. This one's for Thank this you. This one's for you. Thank you. Uh, then another one is, hey, uh, you got to come to leader meetings because mm-hmm. if you don't know what's going on, then how are you going to yeah. be effective? But the, some, so somebody, I, none of that is be relevant. Yeah. What I ask is be consistent. Yeah. Because a lot of times in my these students – their lives are, you know, the the statistics just show most families, almost almost half families are yeah. broken families, yeah. broken homes. the The new average household yeah. is single parent raising right. kids, right? And so these kids don't know: Am I staying at my mom's house? Am I staying at my dad's house? Am I staying at my mom's boyfriend's house? Am I staying with my grandparents? Am I staying in my parents' car? Am I staying in I don't know where are you going? Yep. Like, yeah. and so if they know that every time they come to Southside Youth Group, they, you know, I'm going to get pizza, I'm going to get soda, we're going to play a game, we're going to, Ian's going to speak on a message, I get to go to small group, and I get to be with my friends. Yep. Like, say, and this, and then my leader's always there, Ian's always there, mm. these people are always there. Yeah. I had a couple that, that served for a long time in the ministry, and they, they were like, we just don't know how effective we are being in ministry. Mm. And all they did which is one of the needs I now have because they, they stepped out of ministry for the for a time. I only say that because I want them back. And uh, they they all they did was like the, the gal, there was a couple, they were an older couple, uh, and the, the gentleman was like, did check-in and did security, and he co-led a group with me, and the wife uh, ran the pizza counter yep. and security as well. So they're just keeping an eye out on the yeah. inside of the building. And then their their other goal was if they see a kid that's kind of hanging out on the side, just kind of make sure they're doing all right. right. So uh, they're, they're really just facilitating youth ministry. Right. They don't think they're doing anything. They go to a grocery store and they see one of the one of the students. And they, you know, they kind of wave, but they don't want to make a scene because he's yeah. hanging out with his friends. Yeah. Yeah. The kid goes, I, that's Aaron and Kim. Yeah. Hey, you yeah. guys. <laughs> come over here, run over there, 
these guys are the coolest. They just absolutely yeah. they ever they're yeah. always there. They always yeah. love me. And they were like, they told me they're like, we thought we were doing nothing. Well, and and that's the thing. I, I think, you know, what 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 people don't realize is presence alone. I love what you said. You you, you can fake genuineness. You can't fake being there, right? Is that yeah. you know, or caring? Yeah. However you said you it, you can pretend to care, but you can't pretend to be, yeah, be there. Yeah, right. And so, but being there communicates a lot of times that you care. Yeah. That you, I mean, here's kids aren't stupid. You know, like like they they can tell if someone really cares, and a lot of times they can tell if someone really cares by how consistent they are at being there. Yeah. And so, of course, that kid, and, and, and to be honest with you, not every kid's this way, but a lot of kids in, to, in this, this generation coming up actually love seeing adults in a part of things. Yep. Like, they just really do. And so, I think that's a really cool story of how, man, you might think you're behind the scenes. You might think that you're not doing anything just by watching security, run the pizza table, helping set up, tear down, bringing snacks. That means something to kids. Kids see Not that. Not only does that mean something to the youth pastor. Oh, yeah. It's immense weight off of Don't Marshall let me is. run the pizza table. I'll eat it. That's the problem. <laughs> the kids won't get it. And I won't I won't feel bad. That's the problem, too. Like, that's why we need you people to run the pizza stand, because I can't get that big. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go Southern Pastor on this. I yeah, can't right, that. right. I can't sweat just by walking into the room. I can't do that. <laughs> Well, how many uh, youth leaders do you got? Who, who do you look for? Yeah, I'm in a unique situation, man, because I've got um, I've got a team of about 15, right? We've got a youth ministry between junior and senior high at about 40 to 50 kids um, on 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 a good on a good night, um, but I've got five interns. So I've got um, youth work. I've got about 11 volunteers, about another five, four or five interns, and you know. That that dynamic can be challenging. Trying to figure out how much time do I invest in the interns, how much time do I invest in my volunteers, and uh, volunteers. What what I look for in a volunteer is, is is I look for about the same things, except I always like trying to find the person that isn't serving on Wednesday night, but the kids are gravitated to on Sunday. Like I just see like we had one of these uh, one of my volunteers. She's she got married. She got she married a guy who became a youth pastor, and she's now down in uh, Alabama, but. Um, she wasn't a part of our youth ministry. She was actually a part of, um, I think it was a, a, a YFC, a Youth for Christ thing that was starting up. It was it wasn't really going yet, and uh, I would just see every every Sunday these group of girls flock to her, just mm-hmm. run to her, and so it was funny because I went up to her and I said, "Hey, my name is Andrew." She goes, "Hi, I'm Catherine." And I said, "Catherine, what grade are you in?" And she goes, "I'm a sophomore at Moody." <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and so I go, oh, gets that all the time. oh, yeah. Oh, I, I have a, a volunteer. Well, an intern now who gets confused for a junior high student <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, but I go, really? She goes, yeah. I was like, well, then we should talk. I'd love to, you know, I'd love to get to know you and just, uh, you know, see if you'd want to be a part of our youth ministry. Because I'm serious, man. The, the girls just flocked her. And then she, she she's by far been one of the best volunteers and interns we've had because she just she was already doing it. I, I love that idea of. Someone's already doing it. I, I don't like where I have to come and convince someone, hey, you should be discipling people. You should be. Because yeah. that, that talks about that genuineness, right? You, you'll, you'll find a way to kind of maybe get out of it. One of my elders told me back in the day when, while I was going to Moody, he goes, you don't need to go to school to be a pastor. Like if you're doing it and you are like God has blessed you with that, like it helps. It's are, going to help. Are are you but wired to shepherd? Yeah, if you're wired to shepherd and you're doing it, then yeah. like that's why yeah. we hire from within. Yeah. Like that's why we look for those people. 
because I, I think we can't overcomplicate it, right? You know, oh, I, I think I think we can overcomplicate, overcomplicate, overcomplicate. You know how we? Well, they got to do this, this, and this. They got to be no man. Are are they doing it? We never overcomplicate, Andrew. No, no. Ask my wife. I am the most simple. That's a lie. I was going straight <laughs> to a lie. Um, no, man. So I, I, I have some, you know, I have a lot more expectations and in, in things that I have my interns do because they're they're trying to figure out, do I want to do vocational ministry, things like that. But my volunteers, you know, s- same concept. Be there on uh, now Sunday nights. It was Wednesday nights. Be there on Sunday nights attending the church, obviously. But then I also want the, to know, can you articulate the gospel? I want to see... That if a kid comes to you and says, why should I believe in Jesus Christ? Can you articulate the fact that this world has fallen? We, we need a Savior. It's out of God's love that he sent a Savior. Can you get to repentance? Can you? And, and then that tells me what that means in your life. Now, I don't need, you know, this beautiful, overwhelming articulation. I just need to, I just want to see that. It means something to your life. Mm, give me the simple gospel. Give it to me. You know, even if you go, uh, it's 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 the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and that's for salvation. Great. Okay, I can work with that. Yeah. But I've I've had people tell me, well, you know, it's a lot about how, you know, well, Jesus. Yeah, he, man, he loves people. Okay, you know, okay, I I can work with that. That's good. But, man, we, like you said, we we want these kids to come to know and love Christ, what are they loving about Christ? What, yeah. what, what are they loving about what he's done? And so <clears throat> I want to see that. And I also ask that they're available for our main events, like our winter retreat, our impact week in the summer. Can you be at those? Those are the only requirements I really have for you. And then we do a couple trainings throughout the year that I ask them to be at. But um, I really want to see uh, a volunteer that goes Man, I, I really want to disciple kids, and, and I want to be a part of their lives. And um, and I love teachable volunteers, too, volunteers. That do, you, like, do you have, like, a time frame that's, like, a minimum? I want you to serve this long minimum. No. Obviously, like, God comes in, does things, and you can't. But, like, do you – because I tell my leaders, like, it's a two-year minimum commitment, but that's with the caveat of, like – yeah, you might have to move because your mom hit a bus. Like, who knows? Like, I, I I do with my interns because there's a compensation that comes with it. They get an apartment and stuff. But with my volunteers, we have a lot of volunteers that are, you know, young um, couples and stuff that come and help. And, you know, they're getting pregnant. They're having young kids, you know. So I don't I don't um, put that on them. And I, I think that's a great thing, uh, especially because – you know, I have interns that are the continuity in that, so I don't really have to. But I've had the same. Actually, what's interesting is I've had the same volunteers. Uh, one guy's been doing it for, I think, three, four years now. Um, so I've had the same volunteers for quite some time. But one thing I do ask is that if you are going to move on, we communicate with that with that with the kids a couple months ahead of time so that they're prepared yeah. for. Because here's the thing, man. Like one, one thing that happens in youth ministry a lot is you get volunteers that, aren't consistent yeah and then that's on us as youth pastors vetting that out well it goes back to you can pretend to care but you can't pretend to be there that's been hard too because i've had a student or a leader in my first year of ministry who said he he was invested he wanted to be part of ministry he was all in and he was a great dude he was a moody dude and it was like but then we just had over and over and over again yeah it was like hey i love that you love the ministry 
you don't show it by your actions because yeah. you're never here. Right, right. And my students, I have to look at the students and they yeah. say, where is so-and-so? Yeah. And yeah. I have to try and defend you. And if I don't got a reason, yeah, then I'm I'm going to yeah. tell them. I don't yeah. know why they're not here. Yeah. And then because that's on you. Yeah. Like so. And and all of my leaders are shepherds of yeah. their flocks. Yeah. I'm an over shepherd. Right. Right. We're there to help facilitate, yeah. put fires out. And when yeah. something goes awry, that that's on yeah. us. Yeah. But like your ministry is we're facilitating your yeah. ministry here yeah. at, at Southside. Let's give this topic a little bit more time just because I, I got two questions. I think guys uh, or girls ask a lot when they're um, leading and looking for volunteers. One is what opportunities do you give um, your volunteers in the ministry? So. I think it's fair to say, you know, they like you said, they, they kind of run the small groups. They're kind of doing discipling outside of. But do you give your volunteers like teaching opportunities? Do you give them um, jobs within the night of the youth ministry? Like like what what do you have them do? My my main focus for my leaders is to be involved in their students. So I'll walk around and if I see like leaders hanging out together while the students are there. That's a leader clump, and it's yeah. like, all right, get out of here. You get guys. get among the kids. I, yeah. I can't. One thing I can't stand is the warden volunteer, where oh, they yeah. stand in the back and they just watch oh, the volunteers. I call them a warden because there's just like these kids aren't in detention. Go sit with them. Yeah, sing with doing? them. Play with them. You're doing no work right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, so frustrating. Get out. Get out there. You've got students. Your ministry that doesn't do ministry. Yeah. There's no ministry happening yeah. when you're standing yeah. up against a wall. So it's like and. That, that wall is secure. Is, yeah, is, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially in Spokane, Washington. Like, no. That's not going anywhere. No. But it, the, one of the things I, I've had to wrestle with, too, is, like, the leaders want to hang out. They want to get mm. together. And so facilitating hangout times for my leaders is, is a struggle right now where I don't, I don't have time to have brain, yeah. brain space to do that. But then um, – but having – my leader's like, hey, you get out there, go. I've got some leaders, so like, I'm not going to be at youth group this week, right. or not for next week. Um, it's like you got got to put a, a head of household is is a is a position. That's like, so if if a student's going awry, fires need to go out. That that leader's in charge. Yeah, that leader's going to be dealing with security issues, dealing with parents, dealing with everything. Yep. They're head of house. Yep. And then you've got you know who's in charge of games, who's in charge of of all these things and uh, what's awesome is a lot of my leaders have been around the ministry and uh have been given those tasks on multiple occasions whether it's fall retreats or other things where they can like here's an easy win yeah um that way they already know what's going on they know what to do and it's amazing how like you got to find those leaders who are i can do that like have good stage presence Mm -hmm. and because you don't realize how like you the way you explain a game is you explain the game you explain the game a second time but shorter yep. and then while you're playing the game you explain the game again yeah. because even <laughs> though everyone's listening nobody's listening yeah, yeah. oh totally well and and that's the thing too i think you know you have to you have to equip your leaders to run a night when you're not there yeah like your leaders have to be bought in to say cuz here's the thing right like youth pastors we a lot of youth pastors are having they have young kids. I mean, you just had an experience where your daughter broke her arm. So you needed to be able to step away from that. Yeah. And so, you know, and step away for that night. And you reached out to a couple of us and we were able to come and help do the teaching part. But your team ran the whole night and they were equipped and prepared for that. 
So you have to be able to to say, hey, I have a team that is um, equipped to run this if I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think, you know, I have some volunteers and stuff that want opportunities to teach. Um, and so I want to give them that as well. So if I have to step away, yeah. they can teach and, and walking them through how to work through a text and how to work, you know, use points and illustrations and things like that. So, um, Which is always helpful, too, because there's seasons where you feel like I can't I can't teach. Like yeah. I'm I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out. And I love that. Like I've got leaders that that I'm like if I gave them I got one leader that like I used to hand the notes to all the time. And he would just like, and I was like, if I, and this happened a few times where I was like, if I have to go, you are the youth pastor and you're preaching, you're yeah. preaching my sermon. Yeah. And that happened. I yeah. had, I had to take a whole group of kids out because they were being so yeah. wild. And, but he stepped up, he full set. He's like, uh, yeah. here's the notes. And he even ad libbed things, yeah. which was great yeah. because and, but isn't it cool that we got and like you don't you don't need you got a love for the word you got a love for god say something say something say you something got, you got a modicum yep. of patience yep yep say something that's what we do here at some people's kids we say something <laughs> just, say, we just something. say something that's all we do and we say it in the mics too yeah guys welcome to again another episode of some people's kids where we are just youth pastors sitting alongside other youth pastors Ian Much here, your dungeon master with the real deal, Andrew Marsteller. Hey man, you're traveling. Have have fun traveling. It's Safe travels. Fun. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All it's right, brother. Fun. All right. We'll talk to you later. Hey, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing, for, for leaving comments, for just giving us feedback. It's been a joy. We love you guys so much, and we'll see you next time here on Some People's Kids.